It's time to place your bets for week seven. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the Line Star app, it is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you. And we're picking the games. That's right. It's the wagering show, courtesy of the Line Star app. Get that Line Star app today and upgrade to that premium product and start winning some cash because everybody loves the cash. Last week, same thing held true if you listen to the program, and I know you do. And if you're not, what the hell's wrong with you? Make sure you go over and subscribe right away to the pre-snap with Scott Bogman and myself. And that way, you know, whenever the shows drop, DFS show just dropped yesterday. We do our recap and our hot take show on Tuesdays. So you get three shows a week for us absolutely free. I don't know what's better than that. Probably nothing. I will say this, though. If you go with me every week on the over-unders and Bogman against the spread, you're winning money. Nine and five last week I was in the over-unders. Bogman was eight and six against the spread. Both of us are two to one in terms of picking games straight up. Very good. But I'm struggling against the spread this year. I need to pick it up. And uh, Bogman's over-unders are kind of falling short, too. So so we both need to pick up a little bit, which is good. Right. It humbles us a little bit, Box. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, this is a time of year where we've kind of, we, we kind of know what these teams are. We'll have a couple moving pieces at the trade deadline, and obviously injuries are going to factor in and stuff, and the weather is going to start hitting us later in the year. But I think right now is a time to really get back on track. These games are, I, I told you on Tuesday, though, these games aren't the easiest to pick this week. I remember when I was putting them into this sheet, I was like, woof, don't know where I'm going to go here. Don't know where I'm going to go there. But I th- just a couple. I mean, some of them are, I think, easy, but uh, it, uh, some of them are, are racking my brain this week, Joe. Well, let's see. Let's rack that brain ears and see what comes loose. And let's start with Detroit and Atlanta. Atlanta at home is actually two point favorites. Okay. Uh, 55 and a half is the number. I'll go first. I'll make it easy for you right here. I will take the over on the 55 and a half between Atlanta and Detroit. Uh, I'm sorry. I just uh, don't believe too much in either of these teams. Uh, I think that uh, actually Detroit wins this football game and the Atlanta story comes crashing down. Yeah, it was cute. They won a game in in uh, Minnesota <laughs> last week. Uh, no. So give me Detroit. And obviously if they're the underdog I, against the spread as well. So there you have it. Give me Detroit, Detroit in the over. I'm, I just, I can't. I'm not going to buy this whole, okay, we're going to turn it all around now with Atlanta and everything's going to be great. I don't think Detroit is great at all, but I think Detroit with Kenny Galladay is a far different Detroit than what you saw at the beginning of the first two games of the season. And I think Detroit also starting to get DeAndre Swift involved is going to be the difference maker in this game. That's how I see it. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Your thoughts. Can Atlanta keep this uh, wind train rolling into the station? Um. See this. This is one I don't like this week. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll ride the over with you. I was kind of I was fence riding on that one. So you know you've been much better on the over under. Over my over. There's no hesitation in my over in this. Cause I was like yeah. yeah. Well, over. look, ten games went under last week. Like it feels like the defenses are catching up. So uh, that that's why I was a little wary on that line. But I think I'm with you. You know, Detroit was good coming out of the bye. I don't know if they're going to keep that momentum, though. So I'll go with the over on that one. 
uh, picking the game is a little harsher because I thought that, I mean, was it more Atlanta good last week or was it more Minnesota bad last week? I see that. That is a very good point. I say Minnesota bad because okay. they've been equally bad in my, and that's my opinion. Uh, but I think you lose that game at home. There is no home field advantage really anymore, especially for a team like Minnesota. I'm saying it's Detroit. It wouldn't shock me if Atlanta won. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, I'm sorry. You know, Detroit, I think right now is better suited to win this football game than Atlanta is. I just that that Atlanta defense is just still dreadful. And Kirk Cousins, I think, gave that game away at times as well. Then that should not yeah. be forgotten. So, yeah. That- so I'll, I'll go with you. I'll go Detroit and uh, the over, you know, it's still the, the, the coaching staff in Atlanta is still questionable. I mean, it is in Detroit as well. But I'll go with Detroit. I think they're I think they're more skilled. Give, give me Detroit and the over. All right, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Cleveland on the road is actually three and a half point favorites. Baker's a little banged up, so are a lot of guys on this team. But they're still three and a half favorites on the road. Fifty and a half is the number. Boggs, your thoughts on this one? Okay, so Cincinnati played really good in the first half last week. They came out swinging, yeah. uh, and Cleveland is banged up. I, you know what? This is going to be my upset special. I'm going to take Cincinnati at home. We're not going to get the escalator of sadness. And on that over under, I'm going to play to the under here. I think uh, just with um, Cleveland's offense being banged up, you know, we, we expect Kareem Hunt to have a big game. I still think he will, but I think running the ball more plays the under as well. We may see Case Keenum in this game if uh, they cannot uh, keep Baker Mayfield upright or if he's as off target as he was last week. So I'm going to I'm gonna ride the Bengals with a little bit of momentum. They still lost that game and gave it up. Their defense is still miserable. But I think they're playing a little bit better. They're playing a little bit harder. Give me the Bengals and the under. I will also take the under in this one. However, I will take Cincinnati to cover Cleveland to win. Okay. Uh, I, I think this is a tighter game. Uh, 24 because, 21 something like that yeah and i think that's and i think it's a just barely under two like we're talking just under <laughs> like i think this 15 and a half is perfect i would run away from yeah. this number in real life but since we're picking all the games we're picking all the games is what our we are tasked to do here on the program right. but i would not recommend chasing this over under in particular uh but to me i actually think cincinnati you're right i think they will i think cincinnati is is going to be a roller coaster and yeah. at the same time uh, I think Cleveland is kind of the same. Like I think Cleveland will play to the best of their abilities on defense. I think that will be the difference maker of why they win the game. I think something will Miles Garrett will create a turnover. Something will happen in this game defensively here for Cleveland and Cincinnati. I just don't think could hold a lead if they had one. And I think that's the problem. Uh, Carolina at New Orleans. New Orleans is seven and a half point favorites at home. That's a big number in this one. Fifty one is the total. Uh, I will take New Orleans to win this football game. I will take New Orleans to cover as well. I actually think this is a get right game for New Orleans and it's it's sad for the Carolina Panthers uh cuz they've they've had some good moments here but I think unfortunately this is the pumpkin. This is it. It's Halloween time <laughs> and uh Cinderella and the coach turns into a pumpkin here. Uh and I'm going to go with uh, 51. I'm going to go with the over here a little bit. I think New Orleans really kind of opens things up here finally. Even if Thomas isn't healthy, just him being on the field makes some problems here youthful defense is not a great situation in that dome against Drew Brees. So I will take the over here in this one. I think new Orleans had a blowout. Yeah, I got new Orleans too, but I hate this over under is this one. Are you, how confident on a one to 10 scale? Are you on this 
over under because I don't feel like I want to bet this one. I would say four. <laughs> hey, all right, okay, okay. I, I'm with you on that. I'll. Uh, I hate. You know what? I'm just gonna say under. I think. I, I think I, the garbage time is there potentially for Teddy B because he's he, played good enough to do that. And so you might the, be right. I just think Mike Davis is is not a hundred percent. You know, I it, New Orleans is coming off of a bye. I think that this is a New Orleans domination game. You know what I mean? Like a 35 to 13, something like that, which is still pretty close to the over, uh, which is why I hate this number. So New Orleans under for me, though. All right. Buffalo at New York Jets is the biggest cavern of the week. You're going to see, by the way, I think in a couple weeks, I don't know if it's next week or the week after when the Jets play the Chiefs. It's going to be, it's like a 20 point favorite right now or something like it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's going to look like uh, a college line. Yeah. It's like a, the fifth highest line ever. Uh, numbers 13 and a half over under is 44 and a half. So uh, give me your take on this one. Is it just I a mean, simple? How could you pick the jets in anything? It's Buffalo, even Buffalo struggling right now. It's Buffalo. This is a slump buster. Give me Buffalo straight up against the spread, even giving up those two touchdowns. And I'll take the over in this game, too. I think they can score. And I think, you know, if the Jets are going to do anything right, they should be able to score against Buffalo. Uh, But, I mean, I'm obviously more confident in uh, my against-the-spread pick of Buffalo than I am on the over-under. So, Buffalo in the over for me. I will take the over. I will take Buffalo. I will take the Jets to cover. No, you won't. Are you really going to take the Jets? 14, 13 and a half? That's too much. It's too much. Is it? It is with the way Buffalo How much jet playing. football you pick them against every week. You pick against them. I know, but not this week. I, I'm oh. still jets aren't going to win, but I think they're going to, I think they're going to cover this game. I do. I do. Have they the got jets covered once this week. I this year. <laughs> they got to cover this week. I, I don't know. I think, I think in division games, weird things happen. I just, yeah. that's, that's, and it's in New York. And it's just one of those things where you I know look Josh at, Allen hasn't looked like himself the last two weeks either. But not been impressive the last two weeks for me. But this—that's why I said slump buster. The Jets are an absolute. You might be slump right. Buster. You might be right. I might be crazy. I'm sticking with the Jets against the spread. And okay. here we go. A little difference there. I mean, I just think 13 and a half is too big for a team right now in Buffalo that has some problems. If this was, you know, I don't know if it's Pittsburgh, I would say yes, sure. You yeah, know? I got you. Yeah, but yeah. Buffalo right now is just here. Here's my biggest problem with Buffalo: their inability to run the football worries me, and I think that's something where, uh, you know, if you can't eat clock, and it's 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 really tough. I think it's going to be tough for Buffalo if they can't get that run game right. And they were right last year. Gore was pretty good. Singletary had some breakaway runs. You haven't gotten that yet, and maybe so- they will. Day, but I'm not going to go for it. I'll agree with you because I think that not being able to run the football is specifically bad right now because Josh Allen doesn't look great. He's missing wildly, all that stuff. I'm not so I'm I I understand and I'm absolutely with you on that. But I think that this is the game where you can come out of that uh, shakiness and you can look better and regain your confidence for Allen. So I'm going to count on him doing right. that. You're probably right. I'm probably crazy. <laughs> but we'll I, see. Know, we'll see. It's going to be. See, that's what makes this game worth watching is to see uh, who's right on that. How bad will they be? Uh, <laughs> how bad I'm glad you be? get to pick the next game first. I, I like Dallas that. At Washington. Dallas is one point favorite because they're a national team. And uh, it's time to start learning some hard lessons here. 46 is the number. 
I would run away from this. I feel terrible about this. Fully and completely on both sides, right? Yeah, oh, I don't want to mess oh with this. God, I'm not running away from this game altogether, so let's just have some fun. <laughs> I'm going to make some money. It's going to be on the Washington side. Give me Washington. Give me rock bottom Cowboys. Here we go. Rock bottom. Oh. This is it. Terrible, terrible, awful. And uh, let's see. They are the numbers 46. Thinking of the score here. You know, Washington defensively is actually not terrible. Um, you know, just collectively on the year. It's just what Andy. I think Dalton, they're number one against the pass. Wow. Yeah. It's like what Andy Dalton's good. I'm going to go under because if Washington's going to win this game, they're going to have to find a way to to keep it, you know, closer. Uh, it can't be like this crazy. You know, I don't think Washington has the offense to get into 34-31 shootout with Dallas. I don't think that's coming here. So give me Washington, Washington, the under. And this might tank my week, but so be it. Uh, I've had it with Dallas. I've just had it with them. Every time I try to think it's wrong. So I'm just going to go against because because it it's screaming. Well, take Dallas. What are you, stupid? I can't do it. Won't do it. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, I uh, I was hoping you were going to take Dallas so I could be contrarian with you. But uh, no, I'm going to go with Washington as well. Just the, the goose egg that they laid on Monday night football was sad to watch. And uh, let one less day of uh, preparation uh, to and go uh, in. And yeah, there's and yeah. in the locker room right now. And that's never a good thing, man. I'm telling you, football teams that start talking trash about the coach and start leaking information like that off the record, that's bad. That's a, that's a big sign there. And and Ron Rivera is going to have his team ready. I guarantee it. Washington's yeah, I still don't. I, I really don't like the, the benching Haskins decision that Rivera made. Uh, so I, 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 and I'm going to keep saying that because I don't think Kyle Allen's very good. So, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with you on this one. Give me Washington straight up against the spread and the under. Hey, Sam Darnold could be looking for a job next year. Why not Washington? Right. Yeah. It, you know, might not be a bad idea. They could just flip those guys for each other. Let Haskins go play in New York. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to have new head coaches. So. Well, they're going to have Trevor Lawrence. So you're, you're basically looking at the jets being in a position where they're going to move Darnold and he can help some teams. Look, there's a chance that Darnold you know, Trevor Lawrence has another year of eligibility. If he doesn't you know, want to play for the jets. Yeah. You know what? He likes money. Okay. He, okay. He likes money. But if Adam Gase is still the head coach, Oh, he's going be. into next year. They'll let him pick the coach. They Trevor should be the coach. What are you crazy? But why isn't Gase fired right now? Right? They want to make sure they get Lawrence because for once in the Jets' life, <laughs> they're going to try to do it right. Because this happened a couple years ago when they drafted Darnold. Do you remember? They were Owen, whatever, and then they won. And I remember doing the show with my friend Benny Ricciardi. Benny's one of my favorite people. Great DFS guy, too. And uh, he, he was like, look, man. And he's like, we can't even lose right. I think they won five games that year, and that's how they ended up with Darnold instead of the number one <laughs> overall pick. He's like, we can't even lose right. They're going to lose right this year. They're going to clean sweep everything. New regime, new people, Trevor Lawrence, they're going to go. I'm telling okay. you, that's what's going to happen. But yeah, you're Trevor Lawrence. Why, after watching what happened to Tua last year, why would you take that chance? No, I understand that, and, and I get it. I just, you know, Trevor Lawrence was also, him and Justin Fields were the first two that said, you know, when uh, COVID and everything started breaking out, they were like, we want to play. We want to play. That that's And that's all they want. And, you know, Dabo has love, love Dabo or hate Dabo. He's built a great, he's built the opposite of what Adam Gase has with the Jets, where everyone loves being there and loves playing for him. So uh, it's just, we've seen young men make worse decisions, right? Than going back to play college football for another year. So I just wouldn't be surprised if he did. 
Trevor Lawrence can get paid and he will make a ton of money playing in New York. I mean, that's a lot of pressure too, though. So what to win one more game than the zero you won the year before? Do you think? Yeah. Well, as soon as he wins five, as soon as he wins five games, New York media is going to be like, well, why isn't it 10? You know? So, you know, you know how they, you live there. I don't have to explain this to you. I know, I know, but it's a story for another time. We could do a whole show on that. (laughs) And maybe we will. (laughs) Green Bay at Houston. Green Bay is three and a half point favorites in this one. 57 and a half is the number. It's a big number, 57 and a half. I mean, that's that's pretty, pretty big. Uh, Boggs, you go first on this one. What do you got? All right. Well, I'm definitely taking Green Bay. Uh, You know, Houston is playing better and they're playing more inspired and everything. And they took Tennessee uh, to OT last week. But you're going to encounter a very, very angry Green Bay team after the terrible performance they had against Tampa Bay. They, uh, you know, I know this is another road game, too, but I'm going to take Green Bay against the spread. Supremely confident. This is the biggest number of the week. I hate picking against this line. But I'm gonna go over. Uh, I, I, you know, Houston is scoring right now, um, and uh, Green Bay is. I feel like is really going to get back on track and scoring in, in this game. So I'm gonna take the Packers. Give me the over as well. I will take the Houston Texans to cover. I will take the Green Bay Packers to win the game. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> I know. I, I teased a little bit. I did. I did. I did. I will take the uh, over though, despite how crazy large it is just because, um, yeah, I think Houston's just playing for broke and that's very dangerous. I think Houston will keep this one close yet again. Uh, Pittsburgh at Tennessee. This number is 50 and a half. I can tell you right now, uh, I'm going to go over. I think this one's going to surprise people right now. I think they're, they're, they're giving, it's not that Pittsburgh defense isn't great because it is. I just don't think they're giving enough credit to Tennessee and Tennessee's going to be ready. Tennessee, I guarantee you is sitting there going, look, they, they still, people still don't believe in us. I know that Tennessee's favored right now in this game, but I think national media wise, the narrative is definitely up. Oh, Pittsburgh Steelers undefeated best team. Well, Tennessee's going to have something to say about it. Tennessee's undefeated too. Well, I, yeah, but yeah. But then they missed the game, right? So they're they are well. They they, they yeah. it was they were supposed to play the Steelers. That was this game, right? That game. So. Ooh, imagine a couple of weeks ago if it happened. There wasn't AJ Brown in there, and it wasn't. Long. Now all of a sudden they're full strength. Who you know what? Let's have some fun here. I'm I'm feeling frisky today. <laughs> Give me the Tennessee Titans to win this game. Yes, Tennessee upsets Pittsburgh, and the Tennessee narrative begins. Let's go with the over here. It's going to be close. And uh, of course, you're going to go the opposite way. I'm sure. Uh, no, well, I'm not going to go the opposite way on the over under because I'm with you there. I think they match up uh, well against the Steelers' defense. But the one thing is that Pittsburgh can stop Tennessee. I don't know if they will, but they have the ability to. I don't think Tennessee has the ability to stop Pittsburgh. So I think there's going to be points on the board regardless. So I, I actually like the over better than I like picking against the spread in this game because I don't think anyone would bat an eye if Pittsburgh was favored by a point or a point and a half in this game, either the way that they have been playing and the way they dominated uh, Cleveland, who had looked good up until playing Pittsburgh last week. So, uh, But I'm going to take the Steelers in this game. I think they're the better overall team. It's a tough road game and all that stuff. But also remember, Pittsburgh is angry at Tennessee for making them have their bye week four also. So there's a little bit extra on the table for Pittsburgh to play for here too. So give me the Steelers. Give me the over. 
Next one, Seattle at Arizona. Seattle coming off the bye. Favored by three and a half on this one on the road. 55 and a half is the number. Arizona coming off a big Monday night win. Your thoughts on this one, Boggs? I mean, Seattle coming off the bye is everything you had to say here. I think these teams are built very similar uh, in the fact that their offense is very good. Their defense is suboptimal. So that makes it an easy over even at 55 and a half in this game for me. And I'm going to take the team that has more time to prep. Remember, not only uh, is Seattle coming off a bye, the Cardinals also played on Monday. So one Mm -hmm. less day to prep in this game. So give me the the Seahawks and the over. I'm going to go Seahawks, Seahawks and the under uh i just think arizona is going to be a little outmatched in this game personally and i think they haven't looked great either yeah and i I think we're falling into a trap of seeing them you know the last couple weeks against subpar opponents right you've seen them against the jets yeah you see them against the cowboys (laughs) i think as bad as seattle's defense has been and they have been terrible uh, I think Arizona is going to get a little harsh reminder here of what the difference between them <laughs> and look in division again, once again, in division games, I always feel like they're a little tighter. Always, you know, it's teams, you know, fight each other a little bit more. So I'm going to take the under in this one, Jacksonville at the chargers chargers coming off a bye, seven and a half point favorites 49. Look, I like the chargers, but I don't think I'm ready to call the Chargers a 70, seven and a half point favorite. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Uh, and I don't believe in Jacksonville. I think the Chargers win the game, but give me Jacksonville. Uh, in terms of the number here, you know what? Give me the over in this game. I'll, I'll take the over. Your thoughts here on this one? Um, I'm going to go with you. Well, I'll go with you that the Chargers win, but just Jacksonville has been so miserable the last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, the Chargers are coming off the bye, extra time to prep, extra rest, you know, get that rookie quarterback a couple more reps and everything. So I am going to take them against the spread in this game. I'm going to say the under two. Melvin Ingram's going to be back for the Chargers, and he puts a little bit of pressure on Gardner Minshew and probably wipes him out a couple times as well. So uh, give me the under in this game, and I'll take the Chargers. All right, Kansas City at Denver. Uh, KC is nine and a half point road favorites in this game. 46 is the number. It's it's pretty low. I mean, I know Denver is not a great offensive team, but uh, KC is. So (laughs) your thoughts on this one, KC at Denver, nine and a half. Yeah, I feel like this is another one that I, I have not been great on the over-unders uh, this year. I was uh, 500 last week. I was a game under the week before and 500 the week before. So the last three weeks, I'm only a game under. So I haven't been horrific. I'm going to take the over in this game because, look, Kansas City can put up 40 you know, 50 points by themselves any given week if they click. And I don't know if they're going to click against Denver. Like you mentioned before, uh, divisional games are tougher, but I think the over I'm more confident in than picking against the spread. I just, I can't take Denver. Uh, I got to take Kansas city against the spread. You, you, me and the Welsh talked on the black book this week, how we all still think Kansas city is the best team in the league. And I, I think Denver is Denver's reaching, but they do look drew lock. I think has the highest air yard average per pass this year so he's slinging it downfield i wouldn't be surprised to see some big plays out of denver and then get on the board too that's what makes me more confident in the over as well but i'll take the chiefs against the spread and straight up i will take kansas city i will take kansas city and uh i will take the over as well so we're we're in lockstep here uh i think kansas is going to blow them out but i think denver will score some points late here and uh, this will push it there. I, I'm Casey is going to get 30 here in this one. That that's where I'm coming from. I think Casey recognizes this is a game you go handle. It's in division here. You continue to pound on these teams that you can. 
I think they already had their caught napping game. There you go. San Fran at New England. New England, one and a half point favorites in this game. 43 and a half is the number. I'm going to take the Patriots. They're not good. They got embarrassed last week. I know it looked terrible. I know <laughs> Bill Belichick will find a way to beat Jimmy Garoppolo on whatever's left of this offense. New England will win this football game. And uh, look, it's the one and a half. So it's, it's not enough. So I'm just going to go. It's basically a pick them anyway. So give me New England, New England. And I think you're going to give me the over. This is going to surprise you a little bit. I think it's just going to this and end up being a little looser. I can see this game getting loose at the end. Uh, so it's like a 16-13 or a 13-10 game at half, and it's very underwhelming. And then things are going to open up a little bit. But I think New England's defense will make some plays here. And sorry. Sorry, San Fran. Go ahead, Boggs. I know you're going to take the under. You're going to put the polar opposite. This is going to be the game of the week right here. Yeah, I hate this game. I would not bet it with your money uh at all so i i don't know what to pick i'm gonna take the niners here uh i think they're looking a little bit better i think New they have no mostert they have no mostert but i look jimmy g's looking more healthy and they have iok's getting a little bit better debo looks healthy. michael hasty i swear i'm gonna stop this podcast right now i wasn't gonna say jamichael hasty but now that you mentioned the rookie out of baylor i kind of like him so uh welsh and i picked him up in flex so uh, but I'm not, I'm not a big fan of either one of these teams. Either way, I said yesterday, this game's going to be you know, 14 to three. I hate it. So give me the under because neither one of these teams are good on offense right now at all. And I, I I'll take the Niners just to be contrarian. So, all right, this next one, I really don't like <laughs> the number here. I'm more just, confident in this one than I am. I, I know I'm, I'm not because Tampa, I feel like plays up and down to the competition far too often <laughs> this year. Yes. Like that's, that, that's my concern here. Tampa on the road against Vegas. <sighs> Tampa's four point favorites. 51 and a half is the number. So you take me through your thought process and I'll give everyone mine. All right. Look, I think the, the easy one to play here, even though Tampa Bay's defense <laughs> is playing, uh, really well right now. I think you got to go with the over the way that Derek Carr has turned into a gunslinger this year. He's throwing the ball down the field with confidence. I think uh, they're coming off a bye. You know, get some of those wide receivers healthy. Get Josh Jacobs back to 100%. Recharge Darren Waller and uh, Rugs looked good a couple weeks ago. So I- I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the over easy in this game. So uh, over for me, picking against the spread is a little tougher. I love this line of Tampa Bay by four. I think that's a great, great line to have. But uh, with the Bucks looking so impressive last week, I am going to take them. I, that, that might be hedging a little bit. If I'm taking the over, maybe I should take the Raiders. But I think the Bucks are playing too well right now to pick against them. And the roster is better. And anytime you have Brady versus Carr, you're going <clears> to <throat> take Brady. So I'll take the over because I think, uh, the Raiders offense can get back on track and can put up some points against a good defense here, but give me Tampa Bay. Uh, I will take Tampa. <clears throat> I will take the Raiders to cover. The Raiders. <laughs> I wasn't super confident in it, but I will. I think the Ravers, I go say Ravens twice. The, the Raiders. Raiders to cover. At home, they have a little self-respect for themselves. Uh, 51 and a half. I'm going to take the over because yes, as good as Tampa's defense was, uh, Tampa's a little Jekyll and Hyde for me. And it's just, it's what I've seen so far. Like I said, they come out, they look great. And then they go lose to Chicago. And you're like, why are you losing to Chicago? That team's terrible. You know, like, I'm sorry, they are. I don't care what their record says. They're terrible. They're awful to watch. They're awful. Um, and speaking of Chicago, let's talk about them yeah. and the Rams. 
gonna my say uh, that this is a tough one to pick too. <laughs> my other least favorite team in the universe who's completely inconsistent. So the Rams are six point favorites at home against Chicago. Give me the Rams to win, the Bears to cover because the Rams can't put anybody. I'm sorry, no. I do not believe that the Rams are just, oh, yeah, we're going to cakewalk anybody because nothing is easy with the Rams, damn it, nothing. And you know what? Give me the under in a miserable game right here. It's going to be a miserable <laughs> 20 to 16 slugging, you know, <laughs> Monday night crap fest. Terrible. No good. Oh, gross. Chargers, Bears, terrible game. 2016. There you go. Yeah. Give me, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Chicago. Chicago, um, uh, straight up and against the spread. I, look, I I have no confidence at all in Nick Foles, but look, they keep winning even with Nick Foles. So I, at some point, uh, you're gonna just have to say that this defense is good enough to carry this team. That's exactly what's happening right now, and uh, I think they're gonna be good enough. Uh, and also, when you smash Jared Goff a couple times. He starts to really get happy feet and a quick trigger. So I'm going to take the Bears to smack him, get Khalil Mack in his face a couple times. And uh, so I'm going to take them straight up. Uh, Like you said, this line I hate, 44 and a half, I think is just about perfect. This seems like a, you know, 24-21 game or a 23-20 game, which can play off either way. I think it's going to be real close. Uh, I'll take the over. Um, just in case the, the, cause if the bears don't get in the face of, uh, if the bears don't get in the face of Jared Goff, he's going to beat them. You know, he's going to beat them easily. And I think Nick Foles can turn the ball over and set up, set up some short fields. Should this spiral the other way? Uh, but I, I give me the over in this game. I am so the, sick of the Rams. I, the, just, I <laughs> they drive me crazy. And you know what? I tried the other, you know, it's, and it's, it started with week one. Where I was like, man, they really should not have won that football game, right? You know, like the Dallas basically handed it to them. And then you're like, okay, well, there's an easy cakewalk game against the Giants, and they barely get by in that one. And then and then they go the next week, and they blow out the Eagles. And then they come around the other week, and then they lose the 49ers. You're like, what the hell's going on? Like, who are you? <laughs> oh, you're the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Chicago look, like does. I said. Let me tell you, I'm rooting for Chicago to win. Just because I hate the Rams so much, I can't pick them on the road. I can't do it. But I hope they win. I really, Chicago. I'm looking at you. I want you to win this football game, please, so I can I can continue to talk on Tuesday about how terrible the Rams are. <laughs> well, it's one of those things, man. It's it's one of those things where, like I said at the top of the show, I feel like we should know more about these teams. There's a couple teams that have been so up and down. You don't know which one you're going to get. I think your Patriots are like that. I think uh, in both these teams, the Rams and the Bears are like that. So don't think I would bet this game, um, but I, I will take Chicago and their momentum so far. All right. It's that time again, boys and girls. It's time for the upset special. So I will go first this week and make sure you're following us over at Line Star app on Twitter and Line Star NFL. Make sure you subscribe to the pre-snap podcast with Scott Bogman and myself every single week, our DFS preview, our hot take show and uh, recap. And of course, uh, our wagering show, which is this one right here. So a little upset special. I've had it. I am planting my flag. Give me the Washington football team, a team that doesn't even have a name or anything on their helmet except the number against the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't care. I have had it with the Cowboys. 
I've had it with Andy Dalton. I've had it with Mike McCarthy. I've had it with a stupid star. I am done. <laughs> I am done. It's time. Let's put the knife in the heart. Let's plant the flag. Give me the Washington football team to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Boggs, what's your upset special this week? Uh, give me Cincinnati over Cleveland. And uh, the, the spread's a little bit bigger in that one. But I think Cleveland is banged up right now. I think Cincinnati's starting to put it together. We saw a really good half against the Colts last week. I think they can put together a full game this week. So give me the Bengals over the Browns. Let me tell you, man, (laughs) how sad is it going to be in Cleveland if they lose this football game, right? They're four and one, (laughs) then back-to-back weeks you lose to Pittsburgh and then Cincinnati if the scripture writing comes to fruition. Why do you think they call it the factory of sadness, Joe? This this is true. This is true. Luckily, we're the factory of awesome here on the show. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at Joe PZPS17 at Bogman Sports and have a great weekend of football, everybody. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except down, set, win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.